Coming up next, Tube Tunes in Color. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. From Television City in Hollywood. Once upon a time in the project. Let me get this straight. You want me to steal? And here he is, the one, the only... Well, one out of 12 possible 459 suspects there now. Yeah, true. Hello. I'm Mr. Ray. This is Jim Rockford. If it's all, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Mr. Fans, the year 3000, show 424, real one. Oh, come on, son. All I need is a ride. What could possibly happen? Welcome to Tube Tunes. In March of 1973, I remember watching a TV movie on CBS entitled The Marcus Nelson Murders. I remember that it was three hours long, and it featured a ball-headed detective for the New York City Police Department, Lieutenant Theo Kojak. Kojak was unlike any other TV detective I had ever seen. He was tough, sure, but he had a soft side, too. He even had a lollipop sticking out of his mouth where any earlier TV detective would have had a smoldering cigarette. Now, I didn't know it at the time, but that TV movie served as the pilot for a new hour-long detective drama that would premiere seven months later on CBS called Kojak. I remember watching that show every week in its Sunday night time slot. It was really the first of many TV detective dramas I would come to view and enjoy during the 1970s. In fact, I would say that the detective genre really came into its own during the 1970s, paving the way for gritty crime investigation and police procedurals that are still popular today. Kojak had a unique theme tune, too, one that captured the emotion of his character. I remember that theme and themes of almost all of the police and detective dramas of that decade. Today, I will take a look at the theme music of 10 of the most iconic, if not always the best remembered, detective shows that aired most of their respective episodes during the 1970s. I'll tell you about the police detectives or private investigators of these 10 shows, the stars that played them, and we'll listen to their theme tunes and learn a bit about their theme composers. So let's dive in and explore the music of a genre that defined 1970s television, the detective drama. Who loves you, baby? The first series I'm going to look at today is Ironside. It was a police drama that aired on NBC from September 14, 1967 until January 16, 1975. A total of 190 hour-long episodes were made, plus the two-hour pilot movie. The show ranked in the top 30 for six out of its eight seasons. It got as high as fourth place during the 1970-71 season. 
The show centered around Robert Ironside, the ill-mannered chief of detectives for the San Francisco Police Department. He's gunned down while on vacation, and not content with retiring early, he instead takes up residence at the police station in his wheelchair, and together with his assistants, Ed Brown and Eve Whitfield, later Fran Belding, he fights crime in the city. The show starred Raymond Burr as Robert Ironside. Raymond Burr, born 1917, died 1993, is best known for this series as well as playing the title character in the long-running legal drama Perry Mason from He's also known for being in the original Godzilla movie, Godzilla King of the Monsters, in 1956, as well as Alfred Hitchcock's classic thriller, Rear Window, in 1954. He also had regular series roles in a short-lived series called Kingston Confidential, from 1976 to 77. And he also appeared in the miniseries Centennial, from 1978 to 1979. Also in the cast were Don Galloway as Detective Sergeant Ed Brown, Barbara Anderson as Eve Whitfield. She appeared from 1967 to 71. She was replaced by Elizabeth Bauer as Fran Belding, who stayed with the show until the end. Also in the cast, Don Mitchell as Mark Sanger, Gene Lyons as Commissioner Dennis Randall, Johnny Seven from 1969 to 1975 as Lieutenant Carl Reese, and Joan Pringle from 1974 to 75 as Donna Sanger. Ironside's legacy includes a made-for-TV revival movie in 1993 called The Return of Ironside that also starred Raymond Burr. And in 2013, Blair Underwood played the part of Robert Ironside in a new version of Ironside that only lasted nine episodes. The very metallic theme music was composed by legendary composer and arranger Quincy Jones, Jones, born March 14, 1933, and still alive today at nearly 83 years old, is a Grammy-winning composer. He composed the score for The Color Purple and several other movies, as well as the theme songs to Sanford and Son in Fresh Prince of Bel Air in 1990. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped. 
down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air In West Philadelphia, born and raised On the playground is where I spent most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And all shooting some b-ball outside of the school When a couple of guys who were up to no good Started making trouble in my neighborhood I got in one little fight and my mom got scared I said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air I whistled for a cab and when it came near The license plate said, fresh and it had dice in the mirror If anything, I can say that this cab was rare But I thought, man, forget it, yo, home's the Bel Air I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo, home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne at the Prince of Bel-Air Now let's listen to the theme music for the first season of Ironside from 1967 to 68 Composed and conducted by Quincy Jones Mannix was a detective drama that began on CBS on September 16, 1967 and lasted eight seasons, ending on August 27, 1975. A total of 194 hour-long color episodes were produced. The series landed in the top 30 four times. The highest rank was seventh during the years 1971-72. The series revolved around private eye tough guy Joe Mannix, who uses his fists and brains to fight crime working for a large computerized detective agency called Intertech. After the first season, Joe sheds the detective agency and starts one of his own with a receptionist and partner in tow, Peggy. Episodes revolve around Mannix's attempts to get his man at all costs. Joe Mannix was portrayed by Mike Connors. Connors was born August 15, 1925 and is still with us today at age 90. He's best known for this series as well as Tightrope from 1959 to 1960, and Today's FBI, which ran from 1981 to 82. Connors also appeared in the miniseries War and Remembrance from 1988 to 89. Gail Fisher played Peggy Fair from 1968 to 75. Fisher died in 2000 at the age of 65. Her only other regular series role was portraying Judge Heller in five episodes of General Hospital in 1982. Joseph Campanella played Lou Wickersham, Mannix's boss at the detective agency Intertech from 1967 to 68. Campanella was born November 21, 1924, and is still alive today at age 91. He's done a lot of TV over the years, including, but not limited to, 
The Doctors and the Nurses, a daytime drama from 1962 to 65. He also appeared on The Bold Ones, the lawyer segment, from He appeared in The Colbys from 1985 to 86. In the daytime drama Days of Our Lives from 87 to 88, and again from 90 to 92. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. This is MacDonald Carey, and these are the days of our lives. And in The Bold and the Beautiful from 1996 to 2005, where he played Jonathan Young. He also hosted a revival version of This Is Your Life from 1983 to 84. Robert Reed also appeared in the cast occasionally as Lieutenant Adam Tobias. Robert Reed, born 1932, died 1992 at the age of 59, is best remembered as Mike Brady in The Brady Bunch from 1969 to 74 and its many sequels. It's the story of a man named Brady who was Another cast member that appeared from time to time from 1969 to 75 was Ward Wood who portrayed Lieutenant Art Malcolm. The jazzy and pounding theme tune for Mannix was composed by Lalo Schifrin. Schifrin was born June 21, 1932, and is still alive today at age 83. He's an Argentinian pianist, composer, and conductor, and he won an Oscar in 1988 for his score for the movie The Milagro-Beanfield War. Besides this series theme, he's best known for the theme to the 1966-73 spy drama Mission Impossible.
He also composed the theme to T.H.E. Cat from 1966 to 67. Out of the night comes a man who saves lives at the risk of his own. Once a circus performer, an aerialist who refused the net, once a cat burglar, a master among jewel thieves, and now a professional bodyguard, primitive, savage, in love with danger. Medical Center from 69 to 74. composed the theme to the first season of Starsky and Hutch from 75 to 79. also wrote the score and theme for the miniseries called A.D. in 1985. Let's listen now to the opening and closing theme to the second season of Mannix, composed and conducted by Lalo Schifrin.
Malden refuses to compromise his right of freedom of the press in Word of Honor on Atlanta's springtime 9 o'clock movie. these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. It's a brand new day on ABC with rhyme and reason. Come on, let's see. Ah, will sex still be great when I'm 98? It might be, but I won't participate. <laughs> Premiering Monday at 2.30, 1.30 Central here on ABC. The Mod Squad was a police drama that aired on ABC September 24, 1968 and ended August 23, 1973. A total of 124 60-minute color episodes were produced. The show ranked in the top 30 in the first four of its five seasons. Created by Bud Ruskin, this relevant drama relates the lives of three young undercover detectives, Link, the black rebel who always wears sunglasses, Pete, the disowned son of a wealthy family from Beverly Hills, and Julie, a runaway daughter of a prostitute. They're mentored by Captain Adam Greer. Link Hayes was portrayed by Clarence Williams III. Williams, born August 21, 1939 and still alive at 76 years of age, is known also as Roger Hardy in a recurring role on Twin Peaks in He also played the father of Prince in the movie Purple Rain in 1984, and he's had several guest roles in TV movies and on the theater stage. Michael Cole played Pete Cochran. Cole, born July 30, 1945, and still alive today at age 70, has a few guest spots and movies between 1961 and 2008. Peggy Lipton portrayed Julie Barnes. Lipton, born August 30, 1946, and still alive at age 69, also appeared in Twin Peaks as Norma Jennings from 1990 to 91. She was married to Quincy Jones and is the mother of Rashida Jones. Teague Andrews portrayed Captain Adam Greer. Andrews was born in 1920 and died in 2007 at the age of 86. He also played Private Gander in 21 episodes of You'll Never Get Rich. Yeah, 
and he played Detective John Russo in The Detectives in 1959. The legacy of the show includes a TV movie in 1979 called The Return of the Mod Squad, in which all four starred. There was also a theatrical movie in 1999 called The Mod Squad that starred Claire Danes, Omar Epps, and Giovanni Ribisi with Dennis Farina as Captain Greer. The show's exciting theme tune was composed by veteran TV theme composer Earl Hagen. Hagen was born July 9, 1919, and he died May 26, 2008, at the age of 88. He's best known for the themes to several TV series. Among them, The Andy Griffith Show in 1960. The Andy Griffith Show, starring Andy Griffith, with Ronnie Howard, also starring Don Knotts. Brought to you by Post. The cereal that starts your day a little bit better. Post. The Dick Van Dyke Show in 1961. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. Rosemary. Maury Amsterdam. Larry Matthews. Mary Tyler Moore. Gomer Pyle, USMC in 1964. Gomer Pyle, USMC. Starring Jim Neighbors as Gomer Pyle. Also starring Frank Sutton as Sergeant Carter. I Spy, in 1965, in which he won an Emmy. That Girl in Guns of Will Sonnet, in which he co-composed the theme with Hugo Friedhofer in 1967. We search for a man named Jim Sonnet, and the legends folks tell may be true. 
Most call him gunman and killer. He's my son, who I hardly knew. I raised Jim's boy from the cradle. Till the day he said to me, I have to go find my father. And I reckoned that's how it should be. So we ride, Jim's boy and me. Mayberry RFD in 1968. Mayberry RFD. Starring Ken Berry. Co-starring Francis Bavier as Aunt B and George Lindsay as Goober. Brought to you by General Foods, makers of Sanka freeze-dried coffee. Post cereals, and all the other fine products of General Foods. And his last TV theme was for the new Mike Hammer series from 1984 to 87. We will now hear the opening and closing theme tunes to The Mod Squad, composed by Earl Hagen. Y.E. 50 was a police drama that aired on CBS September 26, 1968, and ended on April 26, 1980. There were 284 hour-long color episodes made, plus the two-hour pilot movie. The show ranked in the top 30 in eight of its 12 seasons. This police drama follows the exploits of a special police unit called 50 that is based in Honolulu. Headed by no-nonsense Steve McGarrett, the team includes Detective Danny Williams, Detective Chinho Kelly, and Detective Kono Kalakaua. During the last season, in an effort to bolster the aging show's sagging ratings, the old team is gone, and it's replaced by a new team that includes a woman detective. Jack Lord played Detective Steve McGarrett. Lord, born 1920 and died 1998 at the age of 77, is best known for this show, as well as playing the title character in the series Stony Burke, and as Felix Leiter in the 1962 James Bond movie Dr. No. 
James MacArthur played Detective Danny Williams. MacArthur is best known for this series and also for being the adopted son of actress Helen Hayes. MacArthur, born 1937 and died 2010 at age 72, also appeared in the Disney movie Swiss Family Robinson and in the 1963 movie Spencer's Mountain. Cam Fong played Detective Chin Ho Kelly from 1968 to 78. Fong was born in 1918 and died in 2002 at the age of 84. He was an actual Honolulu police officer for 16 years, and his son, Dennis Chun, has appeared occasionally on the reboot of Hawaii Five-O as Duke Lukella. The character of Chin Ho was killed off in the last episode of Season 10 of Hawaii Five-O. Zulu played Detective Kono. Zulu was born in 1937 and died in 2004 at the age of 66. He had a successful nightclub career, but he was fired from the show in 1972 after an altercation with a publicist. Other cast members in the show included Richard Denning as Governor Philip Gray, Maggie Parker from 1968 to 69 as May, Peggy Ryan as Jenny Sherman from 1969 to 76, Herman Wiedemeyer from 1972 to 80 as Duke Lukella, and Harry Endo played Doc Che Fong. There was a 1997 TV movie reboot of Hawaii Five-0 that was produced by Stephen J. Cannell and starring Gary Busey as well as many of the original cast members. Interestingly, the character of Chin Ho Kelly was revived for this TV movie even though he had been killed off in the original series. Hawaii Five-0 was the longest-running police drama until Law & Order passed it in longevity in 2002. The name 5 refers to Hawaii's admission to the Union as the 50th state. The best-known catchphrase was uttered by McGarrett to his deputy Danny Williams following the capture of each week's criminal mastermind in most episodes of the show. The best-remembered villain on the show was Woe Fat, played by Kai Dai, who appeared in the pilot movie as well as in the series' final episode 12 years later. The cast for Hawaii 5 always had a low turnover because of the on-location filming in and around Honolulu. Production facilities in Honolulu created for the show were used for later series, notably Magnum P.I. and Lost. And the character of Thomas Magnum on Magnum P.I. sometimes referred to Steve McGarrett. The classic and very well-known theme song for Hawaii Five-0 was composed by Morton Stevens. Stevens, born January 30, 1929, and died November 11, 1991, at the age of 62, was the CBS musical director beginning in 1965. He's also known for many other series, although Hawaii Five-0 is his best-known theme. He wrote the theme to 87th Precinct in 1961. <laughs> He also wrote the themes to CBS Friday Night Movies in 1966, The Storefront Lawyers in 1970, The CBS Late Movie in 1972. He wrote the theme to Apple's Way in 1974.
Stevens also wrote the theme to Police Woman in 1974. Stevens wrote the theme to Matt Helm in 1975. Stevens wrote the theme for Khan, which starred Kai Dai in 1975. It only lasted four episodes. He also wrote the theme to Spencer's Pilot in 1976. Stevens also wrote the theme to the Andros Targets in 1977. Stevens wrote the theme to Code Red in 1981.
and his theme for the original Hawaii Five-O is still being used in the 2010 reboot of Hawaii Five-O that stars Alex O'Loughlin, Scott Kane, Daniel Day Kim, and Grace Park. You may also recognize the CBS special presentation jingle that was used on CBS from 1973 to 1990. It was actually called from the tune Call to Danger, which was on the original Hawaii Five-O TV series soundtrack. We'll now listen to the opening and closing title music for Hawaii Five-O, composed by Morton Stevens. making more money than ever, but are they delivering more news? See the CBS News special, The Business of Newspapers, tomorrow at 10, 9 Central and Mountain. Right now, a fortune in jewels is missing, and the burglar has a very unusual cover on Barnaby Jones next. these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. People have a deep, abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country. And some people don't. People start pollution. People can stop it. Write for Pollution Booklet, Buck, 1771, Radio City Station, New York. Cannon was a detective drama that aired on CBS September 14, 1971, and ended on September 19, 1976. 122 hour-long color episodes were produced, as well as a two-hour pilot movie. The show ranked in the top 30 four times out of its five seasons. Portly Frank Cannon, in this Quinn Martin-produced drama, is an ex-cop who takes cases only when he feels like it. He has no sidekick, preferring to capture villains by himself, and he grumbles, a lot, but he gets his man, or woman as the case may be, 
and as a detective, that's what counts. Cannon was portrayed by William Conrad. Conrad, born 1920 and died in 1994 at the age of 73, was also known as the voice of Matt Dillon in the 1952-61 radio show Gunsmoke. You can hear more about him in Episode 1, Go West, Old Man, Adult Westerns of the 1950s, Part 1. Conrad also narrated Rocky and his friends. Rocky and Bullwinkle's attempts to find a rocket fuel to take them to the moon has certainly raised a fuss, especially on the moon itself. And he narrated the theme to The Fugitive. Conrad also later starred in the series Nero Wolf in Conrad also starred in another long-running series, Jake and the Fat Man, from 1987 to 92. It was his last role. I'll say this about the Fat Man. He's a sweet guy. Listen, creep. I'm going to take you apart like a clock. He can be tough when he has to be. Jake Stiles, don't ask me how he can live the way he does on a cop's salary. Some people do seem to like him, however. But he's a damn good investigator. And he's mine. for canon was written by John Carl Parker. Parker is also known for writing two other famous TV themes. He wrote the theme music for Chips in 
Parker also wrote the theme tune for Trapper John, M.D. in 1981. We'll now listen to the 1972-73 opening title theme music for Canon, written by John Carl Parker. Canon. Starring William Conrad. With guest stars Peter Haskell, Stephen Keats, Paul Jenkins, Ed Power. Episode, the Prisoner. Barnaby Jones was a detective drama that aired on CBS on January 28, 1973, and ended on September 4, 1980. A total of 178 hour-long color episodes were produced. The show ranked in the top 30 four times out of its eight seasons. Another Quinn Martin production, this one centers on a down-home senior citizen detective, Barnaby Jones who uses his easygoing manner to lure his prey into thinking that he's a bit dumb. Barnaby works alone primarily, though his daughter, Betty, serves as his secretary. During the final four seasons, Barnaby takes on a younger cousin, J.R., to help him with the legwork. Barnaby Jones was portrayed by Buddy Ebsen. Ebsen was born in 1908 and died in 2003 at the age of 95. Ebsen is also known for portraying Georgie Russell in the TV series Davy Crockett from 1954 to 55, and he's best known for portraying Jed Clampett in the long-running sitcom The Beverly Hillbillies from 1962 to 71. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food, and up to the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly Hills, that is, swimming pools, movie stars. The Beverly Hillbilly. Lee Merriweather portrayed Betty Jones. Merriweather, born May 27, 1935, and still active today at the age of 80, 
was also crowned Miss America in 1955. She also portrayed the Catwoman in the 1966 theatrical movie Batman the Movie. She also appeared in the TV series The Time Tunnel from She portrayed Lily Munster in The Munsters Today from 1988 to 91, and she appeared in All My Children from 1996 to 2011. Mark Shearer portrayed J.R. Jones from 1976 until 1980. Shearer was born July 10, 1949, and is still with us today at the age of 66. Before Barnaby Jones, he portrayed Dominique Luca in the TV series SWAT from 75 to 76. Also in the cast of Barnaby Jones were Vincent Howard as Lieutenant Joe Taylor and John Carter as Lieutenant John Biddle. The theme tune for Barnaby Jones was composed by Jerry Goldsmith. Goldsmith was born February 10, 1929 and died July 21, 2004 at the age of 75. He was a very famous movie and TV music composer. Among his movie scores were Patton, Chinatown, The Boys from Brazil, Poltergeist, Star Trek The Motion Picture, and The Omen in 1977, for which he won an Oscar. He also wrote many TV-themed tunes over the years, beginning in 1959 when he wrote the theme tune for The Lineup. He also wrote the theme tune for Black Saddle in 1959. In 1961, he wrote the theme to Kane's Hundred and Dr. Kildare. Thank you. 
Goldsmith also wrote the theme tune for The Man from Uncle in 1964. Smith also wrote the theme tune for The Loner in 1965. In the aftermath of the bloodletting called the Civil War, thousands of ruthless, restless, searching men traveled west. Such a man is William Colton. Like the others, he carried a blanket roll, a proficient gun, and a dedication to a new chapter in American history, the opening of the West. He also wrote the theme tune for The Legend of Jesse James in 1965, and in 1966, he used his theme for The Man from Uncle for its spin-off series, The Girl from Uncle. Smith also wrote the theme tune for Jericho in 1966, and he wrote the theme for Room 222 in 1969. Smith also wrote the theme tune for the Waltons in 1972.
also wrote the theme tune for Anna and the King in 1972. And in 1973, he wrote the theme tune for Hawkins, which starred Jimmy Stewart. In 1973, Goldsmith also wrote the theme tune for Police Story. In 1975, Goldsmith wrote the theme tune for Archer, as well as for Adams of Eagle Lake and Medical Story. And his final two theme tunes were for Star Trek The Next Generation in 1987, in which he used the music that he had composed for Star Trek The Motion Picture. frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. His final theme music was for Star Trek Voyager in 1995.
We'll now listen to the opening and closing title theme music for Barnaby Jones, composed by Jerry Goldsmith. Barnaby Jones, a Quinn Martin production, starring Buddy Ebsen. Also starring Lee Merriweather, Mark Shera, with guest stars Pat Hingle, Joanne Linville, Eileen Graff, Rennie Jarrett, Susan Mullen, with special guest star Marlon Mason. Tonight's episode, Child of Love, Child of Vengeance, Part 1. these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Welcome to the Colgate Party Town. Toma was a police drama that aired on ABC from October 4, 1973 until September 6, 1974. Only 22 hour-long color episodes were produced, plus the 90-minute pilot movie. Produced by Roy Huggins, who produced Maverick, this series revolves around David Toma, a lone wolf detective who is a master of disguise, helping him to thwart his foes. Episodes revolve not only his work life, where his tactics often annoy his by-the-book superior, Inspector Spooner, but also around his home life with his wife and child. Toma was portrayed by Tony Musante. Musante was born in 1936 and died in 2013 at the age of 77. He's also known for portraying Nino Shibeta in the 1997 series Oz. He was nominated for an Emmy in an episode of Medical Story in 1975. Also in the cast were Simon Oakland as Inspector Spooner. Simon Oakland was a veteran TV character actor. He was born in 1915 and died in 1983 at the age of 68. He's also known for portraying Tony Vincenzo in Kolchak, the Night Stalker, from 74 to 75.
Brigadier General Thomas Moore in the Black Sheep Squadron from 1976 to 78, and he portrayed Sergeant Abrams in David Cassidy, Man Undercover, from He's also known for portraying the psychiatrist in the classic Hitchcock movie, Psycho. Susan Strasberg played Patty Toma. Strasberg, born 1938 and died in 1999 at the age of 60, was also known as the daughter of Lee Strasberg, and she was a friend of Marilyn Monroe. Also in the cast of Toma were Sean Manning as Jimmy Toma and Michelle Livingston as Donna Toma. Tony Mosanti left the series after one season because of the weekly grind of TV production. The series returned later, retooled as Beretta with Robert Blake. The series' theme music was composed by veteran TV theme composers Mike Post and Pete Carpenter. Mike Post, born September 29, 1944 and still alive today at age 71, and Pete Carpenter, born in 1914 and died in 1987 at the age of 73, wrote many theme tunes over the years, especially in the 70s and 80s. Together, they wrote the theme tunes for The Rockford Files, about which we'll hear later, The Black Sheep Squadron, originally known as Baba Black Sheep, in 1976. We are poor Richie Brockelman, Private Eye in 1978, The White Shadow in 1978.
240 Robert in 1979, 10 Speed and Brown Shoe in 1980. They also wrote the theme tune for Magnum P.I. from the second season on in And together they wrote the theme tunes for Riptide in 1984. wrote the theme tune for Hunter in 1984. Mike Post himself composed the theme tune for Hill Street Blues in 1981.
The Greatest American Hero with Stephen Geyer in 1981. That theme tune was entitled Believe It or Not. City Blues in 1983, Mike Post also composed the theme to L.A. Law in 1986. Post himself also wrote the theme tune for Wise Guy in 1987, Unsub in 1989, Cop Rock in 1990. Mike Post also composed the theme to Law and Order and its many sequels, beginning in 1990.
finally, Mike Post composed the theme to NYPD Blue in 1993. We'll now listen to the opening theme song for Toma, composed by Mike Post and Pete Carpenter. Kojak was a police drama that aired on CBS October 24, 1973, until April 15, 1978. The series ranked in the top 30 three times during its five-season run. There were 118 hour-long color episodes produced, as well as the two-hour pilot movie entitled The Marcus Nelson Murders, which originally aired on March 8, 1973. The pilot movie was based on a real-life incident from 1963. This gritty crime drama relates the working life of Theo Kojak, top plainclothes detective in New York City's 13th Precinct, where his non-conformist personality causes him to be passed over for promotion until he ends up working for his former partner, Frank McNeil. Episodes relate the office politics, the boring legwork, and the tedium that Theo has to endure in his efforts to get the bad guy. Theo Kojak was portrayed by Telly Savalas. Savalas, born 1922 and died 1994, one day after his 72nd birthday, is best known for this series and also appearing in many movies over the years, notably On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Kelly's Heroes, and The Dirty Dozen. Also in the cast were Dan Frazier as Frank McNeil. Frazier, born 1921, died 2011 at the age of 90, also portrayed the priest in the 1963 movie Lilies of the Field. Kevin Dobson portrayed Lieutenant Bobby Crocker. Dobson, born March 18, 1943, and still alive today at age 72, is also known for portraying Mac McKenzie from 1982 to 93 in the TV series Knott's Landing. <laughs> 
also appeared in many daytime series, Days of Our Lives, One Life to Live, and The Bold and the Beautiful. And he appeared from 1996 to 97 in FX, the series. Notably, Kevin Dobson turned down the role of Thomas Magnum in Magnum P.I. George Savalas, credited as Demosthenes, portrayed Detective Stavros. Savalas was born in 1924 and died in 1985 at the age of 60. He was Telly Savalas's younger brother. Other cast members included Vince Conti as Detective Rizzo and Mark Russell as Detective Saperstein. The legacy for Kojak is pretty big. After the series ended, Savalas reappeared as Kojak in 1985 in the TV movie Kojak, The Belarus File, and then four years later appeared in Kojak, The Price of Justice, another TV movie. In 1989, Savalas returned as Kojak for five episodes as part of the ABC mystery movie, and a reboot of Kojak occurred in 2005 with Ving Rhames portraying Lieutenant Theo Kojak. The theme tune for Kojak was composed by Billy Goldenberg. Goldenberg was born February 10, 1936, and is still alive today at age 79. In addition to Kojak, Goldenberg wrote the theme tune for Alias Smith & Jones in 1971. Hannibal Hayes and Kid Curry, the two most successful outlaws in the history of the West. And in all the trains and banks they robbed, they never shot anyone. This made our two latter-day Robin Hoods very popular with everyone but the railroads and the banks. now. First, you got to prove you deserve it. Ah, so all we have to do is just stay out of trouble till the governor figures we deserve amnesty. But in the meantime, we'll still be wanted. Well, that's true. Till then, only you, me, and the governor will know about it. It'll be our secret. I sure wish the governor let a few more people in on our secret. Alias Smith and Jones. Starring Pete Duell and Ben Murphy. He also wrote the theme tunes for Banachek in 1972, The Sixth Sense in 1972. also wrote the theme tune for NBC's Circle of Fear, renamed later Ghost Story, in 1972. He wrote the theme tune for Harry O. in 1974.
He also wrote the theme tune for Rhoda in 1974. My name is Rhoda Morvister. I was born in the Bronx, New York, in December 1976, Goldenberg also wrote the theme tune for Del Vecchio, which we'll hear about later. He also wrote the theme tune for Executive Suite in 1976. In 1982, he wrote the theme tune for Love, Sydney. In 1983, he wrote the theme tune for The Hamptons. And in 1986, he wrote the theme tune for Our House. We'll now listen to the opening and closing theme tunes to Kojak, composed by Billy Goldenberg. these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Hey honey, I see you looking at me. Do you think this new coat of paint is me? Steel tanks, bakeware, and huge wicker baskets. Pretty please, you'll be the first place. I'll always try, cause power gear. Softer side, come see the softer side of Sears. The Rockford Files was a detective drama that aired on NBC from September 13, 1974 until July 25, 1980. There were 123 hour-long color episodes made, plus a 90-minute color pilot movie, which aired on March 27, 1974. Roy Huggins with Stephen J. Cannell created this highly successful series about a falsely imprisoned ex-con turned detective, Jim Rockford, whose private eye business is run out of his trailer parked in a lot by the Pacific Coast Highway. 
Rockford charges $200 a day, plus expenses for his services, but it's dangerous if not consistent work, and Rockford is always nursing a wound from a recent fist fight or car chase. Episodes relate his careful determination to solve his client's cases, often to the annoyance of his L.A. detective contact, Detective Becker, who often has to get Rockford out of a jam. Rockford also has a troubled relationship with Angel Martin, an informer and former prison bunkmate of Rockford's, and with Beth, his exasperated lawyer friend, and even sometimes with his father, whom he calls Rocky. James Garner portrayed Jim Rockford. Garner, born 1928 and died at the age of 86 in 2014, is best known for this series and, of course, for the many movies in which he appeared, as well as TV series Maverick, Nichols, Brett Maverick, Space, Man of the People, First Monday, and Eight Simple Rules. You can hear more about Garner in Episode 1 of Tube Tunes, Go West, Old Man, Adult Westerns of the 1950s, Part 1. Noah Beery Jr. portrayed Joseph Rocky Rockford, Jim Rockford's father. Noah Beery Jr. was the son of Noah Beery Sr. and the nephew of Wallace Beery, both famous movie actors. Beery also appeared in the series The Quest in 1982, and from 1983 to 84, he appeared in the TV series The Yellow Rose. I'm going home to see Though other men have held her Her heart belongs to me I've traveled down some dusty roads I've slept out in the rain But this yellow rose is always here When you come home again She knows I've done some hard time You stumbled and you fell I just kept your pride from dying You saved my soul from hell Joe Santos portrayed Detective Dennis Becker. Santos was born June 9, 1931, and is still active today at the age of 84. He appeared in the TV series Me and Max in 1980, and he portrayed Angela Garepe in the TV series The Sopranos in 2004. Shake my body, bone in the red side. Blue 
Stuart Margolin portrayed Evelyn Angel Martin. Margolin was born January 31, 1940, and is still active today at the age of nearly 76. He's an Emmy Award-winning actor and director. He began his career on TV in Love American Style, in which he appeared in 29 episodes from 1969 to 73. He also appeared in Garner's series Nichols from And he appeared on Brett Maverick from 1981 to 82. Winning's just a way of keeping score My old pappy always told me Your fate is in your hand Stand pat or draw, it's yours to choose Luck don't have a thing to do With how you play the game Maverick didn't come here to lose Maverick didn't come here to lose Maverick didn't come here to lose. Other cast members of the Rockford Files include Gretchen Corbett as Beth Davenport, Bo Hopkins as John Cooper, Tom Atkins as Lieutenant Alex Deal, and James Luisi as Lieutenant Doug Chapman. Tom Selleck also appeared occasionally during the 1979-80 season as Lance White. The final season of The Rockford Files was cut short when Garner quit the show, tiring of the role and suffering from the ailments that the series gave him. There was a spin-off series of sorts of The Rockford Files called Richie Brockelman, Private Eye, that ran briefly in 1978. James Garner and almost the entire cast returned between 1994 and 1999 to appear in eight TV movies based on The Rockford Files. Although it only ranked in the top 30 during its first season, the series still performed strong enough to run for an entire six years. The theme song for The Rockford Files was composed by Mike Post and Pete Carpenter. You heard about them earlier in the Toma segment. 
The theme song, as recorded by Mike Post in 1975, hit number 10 in the pop charts. We'll now listen to the opening and closing theme tunes to The Rockford Files, composed by Mike Post and Pete Carpenter. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. This is Mrs. Lindis. Three times this month, I come to clean, and it always looks like people been fighting in there. Furniture broke, things tipped over. I'm sorry, but I quit. Del Vecchio was a police drama that aired on CBS from September 9, 1976 until July 17, 1977. Nineteen hour-long color episodes were produced. The series never landed in the top 30. Stephen Bochco and Michael Cazal created this standard detective series about a law student turned police detective, giving the show a cerebral flavor. Bochco and Cazal would later create and produce Hill Street Blues in 1981, and cast members from this show would appear in that later, highly decorated police drama. Judd Hirsch portrayed Sergeant Dominique Del Vecchio. Hirsch was born March 15, 1935, and is still alive today at the age of 80. He also played Alex Rieger in the TV series Taxi from 78 to He appeared on Dear John from 88 to 92, George and Leo from 97 to 98, Regular Joe in 2003, 
He portrayed Alan Eppes in the series Numbers from 2005 to 2010. We all use math every day. Every, every day. day. To forecast, to forecast weather, weather. To tell time. To handle money. To handle, to handle money. money. We also use math to analyze crime. Analyze crime. Reveal patterns. Predict behavior. behavior. Using numbers... We can solve the biggest mysteries we know. And he played Bill Herndon in the series Damages for 14 episodes from 2011 to 2012. Charles Hade portrayed Sergeant Paul Shonsky. Hade was born June 2, 1943 and is still alive today at age 72. He's best known as Officer Adam Renko from 1981 to 87 in the series Hill Street Blues. He also appeared in Third Watch from 2003 to 
If this episode didn't include your favorite detective from the 1970s, like Columbo, Banachek, or McLeod, I promise that I will cover them in a future episode of Two Tunes. Don't you worry about that. My next episode is entitled Primetime Tunes, where I will explore animated series that aired during primetime hours. From 1959, where we watched Bullwinkle pull a rabbit out of a hat on Rocky and his friends, to the present, where we watch Bob Belcher scratch his butt at the end of every episode of Bob's Burgers. It's all about cartoons for the grown-ups, and it'll be lots of fun. Crystal! Hi, Caramba! So don't miss the next Tube Tunes episode. Same bat time, same bat channel. Be here. Aloha. I would first like to thank Zerbinator for his guidance and encouragement as I continue on this project. His podcasting expertise has been very valuable to me. I would urge all of my intrepid listeners to give any of his many podcasts a listen. They're a lot of fun. Just go to zerbinator.wordpress.com to find a list of his podcasts and to get started listening. Also, I can't forget to thank Zerbinator for composing the theme music that's heard at the beginning and end of Tube Tunes. It's a great theme, and you can find all of his other great music at zerbitron.bandcamp.com. Thanks, Burford. Finally, I would also like to give heartfelt thanks to my beautiful wife, Lizzie. She has put up with me and with this strange podcasting thing with the patience of a saint, and I could never fully repay her. But I will definitely try. That's not snap, snap, grin, grin, wink, wink, sign them all. Tube Tunes is a proud member of the Throwback Network. You can listen to all of the great retro-themed podcasts on the network, including this one, by visiting throwbacknetwork.net. Episodes of Tube Tunes can be found on iTunes and on Stitcher. Please take time to leave a review of Tube Tunes. You can also listen to Tube Tunes on your Roku device by going to the TuneIn app and typing Tube Tunes in the search field. Also, be sure to check out the Tube Tunes website at tubetunes.net. All of the episodes can be found there as well. You can also visit the Tube Tunes blog page at tubetunespodcast.blogspot.com. TubeTunes can also be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash TubeTunes and on Twitter at TubeTunesPod. Finally, you can send Mark an email and let him know what you think about any episode of TubeTunes. Just write to him, mark at TubeTunes.net. Thank you. Support for TubeTunes is provided by a grant from the Telesearch Group and by listeners like you. Thank you. This is station WABC-TV New York, Channel 7, WNBC now speaking TV for the entire staff in New York. On tonight. behalf of WNBC-TV, WNBC good night. TV in New York. Good morning. Good morning.